You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow a side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews. So let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to Side Hustle Pro. This is episode seven of the podcast, and today's episode is called How to Explode Your Social Media Audience with Five Steps and Zero Dollars. And on this episode, I'm providing a detailed blueprint for how to grow an active and engaged social media following. I'm going to go over step by step what I've done to grow my own social media accounts, and I'll provide a full checklist of resources to measure and grow your own social media channels. But don't worry, you don't need to take a whole lot of notes because I've created a downloadable freebie for this episode. So if you go to sidehustlepro.co slash episode seven, you can see the show notes from this episode and get the free step-by-step checklist for the Side Hustle Pro social media toolkit. I had to do this as my next solo episode because the number one question that I get from people is about social media and how to start building your brand via social. And the reason most people come to me is because I am a social media marketing strategist by day. Currently, I'm the senior manager of social marketing at NPR. I have over seven years of experience in social media marketing. So I started my career in social media with Ideally, which is an e-commerce flash sale site based in New York. And I talked a little bit about this in episode one. I was brought on as the second person to the social media team at Ideally, and my expertise has grown since then. I really cut my teeth at Ideally, though. That's where I learned how to craft social media content for a brand who was trying to engage with customers in an authentic way. So I was crafting daily Facebook and Twitter messages, and I was live tweeting at Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week in New York, and all of that taught me how to connect with people in an authentic way from a brand page. That's when I really started understanding the psychology of social media and what causes people to engage with content. That said, I've learned firsthand over the years the challenges that come with trying to keep up with changing platforms and algorithms. And there's just no cookie cutter formula to getting engagement. So just go ahead and abandon the, I want to make something that will go viral mentality because that's not how it works. A lot of people come to me asking how to leverage social media to build their brand. And what they're really searching for is a quick and dirty shortcut to make them a social media rock star with hundreds and thousands of followers without having to put in too much work. Well, if you're looking for that, I am so sorry, but you need to turn off this podcast right now because you're not going to get that here. And that's only because it doesn't exist. There's no way to build your social media audience without consistent effort. And anyone who tells you otherwise is lying. So on this episode, I will provide a blueprint for how to find and engage with your target audience. Um, I'll be focusing mainly on Twitter and Instagram because those are the audiences I found most important to my business, but I'll also touch a bit on Facebook. And if there is more interest, I will do a separate episode on online marketing on Facebook. So just send me an email at hi at sidehustlepro.co and let me know if you want me to do that episode. 
But when it comes to Twitter and Instagram, first let me say that the reciprocity that you are expecting will only come as a direct result of the effort you put in. I know this works because it has worked for me. I grew my Instagram following to over 10,000 followers in less than a year using this method that I'm going to explain and go through. Social networking is essentially just like real life networking. You won't truly connect with someone if you just hit them up to talk about yourself or you hit them up to get something from them and never ask how they're doing or try to help them. You just won't form a meaningful relationship or get them to support you unless you nurture that relationship. And I think people are sometimes surprised when I tell them that because they expect something like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram to be easy. And with so many automation tools, especially these days, people think you can throw money at social media and then that's going to give you everything you need. Again, that's not the case. Social media requires daily time to cultivate your audience. I spend a ton of time on my social channels every day. And, you know, I don't mean you have to be glued to your phone all day, but you do have to check in. You do have to make it a regular practice. So now that I've gotten that out of the way and scared away anyone who thinks they can get the cliff notes to social media success, let's get into the five-step side hustle pro blueprint for building your social media audience. personal with your target audience. Who do you want to serve? For me, the goal of Side Hustle Pro is to inspire women to launch their own businesses. And I want to serve the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in the country, which is Black women. What about you? What service are you providing and who do you want to serve? We're going to call this person your ideal customer, your avatar. And you need to find out more about your avatar, their age, where they live, what they do for a living, read, watch on TV, doing their downtime, and which social media channels they use the most. If you don't know these things, reach out to someone who fits the profile of who you're trying to target and ask them what their goals are. This could be a complete stranger or it could be someone in your friend circle. You absolutely can't afford to skip this step. You'll be wasting your effort if you have no clue of the profile of the person you're trying to reach. For example, if you're a personal fitness coach, think about the kind of person who needs your personal training services and the mindset that that person is in. Or if you're a new blogger trying to raise your profile, think about the kind of person who's interested in the subject matter your topic covers. Of course, I don't expect you to know the answer to this off the top of your head. You need to actually talk to people and ask them these questions. For example, I now know who the ideal Side Hustle Pro listener is. I know her name. I know where she works. I know what she likes to read, what TV shows she watches, how she commutes to work, what she does after work, what the current podcast she has on her playlist. And that's partially because, honestly, my avatar could be me or it could be one of the women in my mastermind group. I have a mastermind group of fellow Black women entrepreneurs who are all trying to work on a different kind of passions. And I also have a whole network of friends who work full-time but have passion projects on the side. It could be any of these women. So you you know what I did though? I didn't wanna just base it off of my own thoughts and assumptions. So I set up interviews with 10 different women to learn about what kind of content would appeal to them on this podcast and what kind of resources and tools would be useful to them. 
and also what experts they find valuable, what books they're reading and podcasts, what other podcasts they're listening to. And that's part of the reason why I'm even doing the social media episode right now, because that's one of the key things that came out of these interviews. So after completing ten, after completing your 10 interviews, you should write out a profile of your avatar and I'll share mine with you. So my avatar is Janelle. Janelle is a 29-year-old African-American young professional who lives in Harlem, New York. She works as a lawyer at a firm by day and is a budding food blogger by night. She's an entertainment, fashion, food, and gossip blog reader and is extremely passionate about issues of social justice. She loves going to Zumba class a couple times a week and watches Power and Game of Thrones faithfully. She keeps up on news through reading the Washington Post, the New York Times, the newsletter, The Skim, and Facebook trending news stories. And she's an avid podcast listener. Her favorite shows are The Read, For Colored Nerds, Call Your Girlfriend, Another Round, and Code Switch, which are always in rotation. And she checks Instagram and Snapchat multiple times a day and Twitter every few days. And her biggest concern at this stage in her life is if she can actually work for herself one day. So that's just a taste of Janelle. You get the picture. You should practice doing this same exercise so that you know without a doubt who your avatar is. Because you know what this is going to help you do? This is going to help you go out and find your avatar and meet them where they are. So step three is to create valuable content based on your avatar's interests and post that content consistently. Once you've written down your avatar profile, you will know which social media channels you want to start with first. When you set up your accounts, make sure your brand's mission is very clear from your username and bio. And you'll also know what other accounts your avatar finds valuable and interesting so you can model your own content. So if you have no idea where to start, look at the accounts that you know your avatar follows. So this does not mean copy what other accounts do. This means use them as inspiration. Keyword inspiration, not imitation. If you're starting a sports blog and everyone's talking about Kobe's retirement, for example, maybe you can do a mashup slideshow of memorable moments or quotes. For example, you can do something that no one else is doing, building off what's trending, building off the content that's most popular. Think about what your avatar responds well to. Is it a mixture of photos and videos and GIFs? It's up to you to find out. Also find out what your avatar responds to and create content to match that accordingly. This part will come from trial and error. So try new things, measure what performs the best, and then do more of what works. And you have to post consistently. That means every day, every day, (laughs) y'all, several times a day. And I know, okay, some of you will probably ask, well, what are the best days and times to post? The answer to that will always be, it depends. When you have posted multiple times a day for 30 days, Use your social media metrics tools. Um, That is Facebook Insights for Facebook, Twitter Analytics for Twitter, or you you can use Iconosquare for Instagram. See which days and times work best for your audience and your posts. I know some of you are probably also thinking, I don't have time for all this. Like this is too much work. Can I just schedule it? Yes, you can absolutely schedule posts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I schedule posts all the time and regularly, but do keep in mind that there are limitations to automation. Number one limitation, if all you do is automate, 
people will view you as a robot and disengage. People can tell when all of your posts are automated. You have to mix schedule posts with live posts. And number two, people will comment on your posts. So you have to go in and respond in real time. You can't just put up these posts and then run. Number three, if something happens in the news and you have an automated post go out during a major bombing, for example, you look tone deaf and insensitive. So if you do schedule posts, be very mindful and ready and available to stop them during national and international emergencies, okay? And now I'll share some of my favorite social media scheduling tools. So for Facebook, I actually schedule directly on Facebook. I find that uh, most of the social media scheduling tools for Facebook, they will blow up your spot (laughs) because it will display a posted by uh, co-schedule was the most recent one one I used. Posted by co-schedule next to your post. And like, who wants to see that? You want it to look authentic. So I actually just go into Facebook and schedule directly. Um, Facebook allows you to schedule your posts, especially on your brand page. So um, definitely do that. And for Twitter, I love the buffer tool um, to truly take advantage of all of its features. You can pay for an annual subscription. I believe it's about $102. Totally uh, a worthwhile investment for your business. So Buffer allows you to set up the times you want to post every day. And so this is great for Twitter because when you schedule a post, it just naturally falls into the queue of times you've set up. You only have to set them up once. And then every day you just worry about creating content, adding your links, your photos, whatever, and just send them off to be added to the queue and they, they go out automatically. And this is especially good if something happens in the world and you're like, oh, shoot, I have a post going at two, three, four and five today. You can just go into Buffer. They have an app and a web app and just, you know, turn off all your posts for the rest of the day. Buffer also works with Facebook and Instagram. But again, I like scheduling on Facebook directly. And for Instagram, my favorite tool is actually something called Later. It's an app. And it allows me to schedule and load up all my media, all my graphics, set a time for it to post and, you know, just completely schedule my Instagram calendar. But one thing to note is that Instagram doesn't allow third party apps to post directly onto Instagram. So although you can schedule your posts, it will only alert you when the time comes to post. So when, if you schedule it for noon, at noon you'll get a pop-up and you have to go in and manually post the post to Instagram. But still, I use later because I like to batch, create, and schedule content and um, not have to think about it again. So I like to do all of that on one day of the week. So if Facebook or Twitter are the channels that you're starting with, Both provide great insights right in the platform desktop version or via the dashboard app that Twitter just released. And I'm really enjoying Twitter's dashboard app because it allows you to see which posts receive the most engagement. So really utilize Facebook and Twitter if those are the channels you start with and see what does well, see what people retweet, see what has the most reach and engagement on Facebook, Um, see what, you know, does well organically that you don't have to boost and do more of that and do less of what doesn't work. And it's okay to do trial and error. Don't, you know, feel bad if one of your posts just like, is crickets because it happens to everybody. And then if it's Instagram that you're starting with, you can use tools like Iconosquare again to look at all the accounts that are similar to yours, see which of their posts had the most likes, most comments, etc., and figure out how you can create the same result. 
And I would suggest starting with just one or two platforms. This will allow you to devote time to create content and engage with your audience and measure your results. Don't try to spread yourself thin and be on every platform because, you know, seven platforms at a mediocre level is not better than two platforms that provide really valuable content and are growing at a consistent rate. Now, when you share on social media, you should share, then share again, then share again, and then share one more time. So when I say post consistently, I mean for every post you create, think of four different ways to say the same thing. For example, if you're tweeting a link to a blog post, one thing I like to do is the first time you share it, you might share it with a caption with the main point of the post and then just add the link. The second time you share it, share a quote from the post along with the photo of the guest and the link. Then the third time, try sharing a really memorable quote or or point from the article with the link. And then the fourth time, rephrase the main point and share the link again. So you get what I'm saying. Just for everything that you're thinking of posting on social media, create four different versions of that post. And then write them all at the same time. Schedule them all at once so you can schedule one for that day, the day after, the next week, the next two weeks, four weeks later, and on and on. So that way, you, after a while, you build up a compendium of content and you also build up a rotating schedule so you don't have to go in every day and feel pressure to create original content every day. So now we're going to get into step four, finding your avatar and building a relationship. And the key words to keep in mind are follow, like, and engage. You're going to rely heavily on step two, where you determined who your avatar was, to be successful in step four. So since you know who your avatar is, you've written that whole profile in step two, you know where she hangs out. You know where to go pick her up, so to speak. It's like dating. It's like, or it's like going to a networking event when you want to break into a certain industry. You're going to visit the accounts that your avatar follows. You're going to begin to follow the people who are following those accounts because they're most most likely your avatar. Now, no, you shouldn't do this blindly because some of those people are robots. No matter who you are, you're going to have some robot followers. So actually look at profiles. Confirm that this user is in your target audience and not a robot. And two, two tools I highly suggest for this are Crowdfire and also you um, for determining who you might want to unfollow later on, especially on Instagram, you will want to get the tool cleaner. But Crowdfire is a great one because it allows you to copy the followers of accounts that your avatar is likely to follow. And if you pay a small fee, it will keep track of who you followed in the past. It will also show you who is not following you back. So if you need to even out your ratio, you can unfollow people who are not following you back. Keep in mind, though, that Twitter and Instagram have a limit on the number of accounts you can follow per hour. So be very mindful of this so your account does not get deleted from the platform because your account can and will get snatched. So use these platforms. Literally set your alarm for every hour and go in and follow, like, and engage with people. This lets people know that your brand exists and it puts you on their radar Don't just follow people, though. If you're on Twitter, make a conscious effort to respond to things they're talking about, to comment. And on Instagram, like and comment on people's photos. Again, it's just like a networking event. You you don't 
begin a real relationship by just throwing your cards at people, right? Like you actually have to talk to them. You actually have to make conversation and it can't just be random water cooler stuff. It has to be meaningful. And if you don't have something genuine to say or like, and you're noticing that the people you follow, you just can't relate to them, then you're probably following the wrong people and you need to revisit step two to make sure you really know where your avatar is hanging out. And at this point, I want to also make it very clear that I do not approve of those automated comment apps that you can buy. And those apps will just randomly send people direct messages and comments and comment for you on people's photos. It's weird. It's creepy. It makes you look like a sleazy robot. Just don't do it. Enough said. Another feature that's really great about Twitter specifically that I recommend is using their advanced search to find people who are talking about topics relevant to your business. So if you go to twitter.com forward slash search dot advanced dash advanced, you can actually put in the search term. So you can search by words, you can search by exact phrase to find people tweeting about specific subjects and follow them or tweet back at them. And the great thing about Twitter is it's one big open conversation with the universe. So people expect new people to talk to them. And it's a great way, in addition to just following people, to find more prospective followers and to find your avatar. And then finally, an additional great way to connect with your avatar is to join the conversation via Twitter chats. Twitter chats are live chats centered around a theme that happen all the time on Twitter. They're Twitter chats about all kinds of topics. Brands do Twitter chats. People do Twitter chats. They are usually hosted by a specific user or multiple users, and some happen every week. For example, there's a side hustle chat every Tuesday, I believe, and I found Twitter chats are a great way to find new people to follow and to talk to people who have the same interests. You can find out about Twitter chats using the website TWUBS, that's T-W-U-B-S, and that's a directory of Twitter chats happening across the world by date, by day, by time. The only chats that have been registered um, on the site, uh, or only chats that have been registered on the site are visible there, so obviously this is not a comprehensive list as um, not everyone (laughs) gets all official and registers a Twitter chat, but it's a good place to start. Another way to get on your avatar's radar is by using hashtags. When it comes to Twitter, don't use more than two hashtags. You only have 140 characters, so be intentional. Use hashtags that are related to topics your avatar is talking about and that are are search terms you actually want to be discovered by. Don't just put the pound sign in front of the word the or the word tired. And when it comes to Instagram, you can actually use up to 30 hashtags with every post. So check out the hashtags that other people in your space are using. You want to use a mixture of really popular hashtags and then hashtags that have traction but aren't too oversaturated. Using a mixture will allow you to increase your visibility on those tags and also get in front of more people. And the fifth step in the five-step Side Hustle Pro social media blueprint is to measure. I can't overstate the importance of measuring your efforts. No matter what you do, like I said, there is no cookie cutter blueprint blueprint to all of this. So you really have to go in there and look at your analytics, see what's working, and try to pick apart patterns. You know, why did certain people just respond to this and comment on this? Why did a certain post blow up? Was it the timing? Was it the content? Really look into all of that. 
Here are the social media tools that I highly recommend for measuring. On Facebook, use Facebook Insights directly. They're on your Facebook brand page and they give you all the comprehensive data you need. You really don't need a third-party tool to get the most accurate Facebook Insights. Then for Twitter, again, you can use Twitter Insights directly. It is the most accurate information. You really don't need a third-party tool. And if you want to use it on mobile, the Twitter dashboard app has been really excellent so far and I'm enjoying it. On Instagram, I I recommend Iconosquare or Minter.io. So that's spelled M as in Mary, I-N as in Nancy, T-E-R.io. That goes back all the way to the beginning of time for your Instagram account, and it shows you everything. So I highly recommend either Iconosquare or Minter.io. Iconosquare does a great job of breaking out and showing you, visually showing you what's working, what's been the most engaged with, what had the most comments, etc. These tools allow you to see what you should be doing more of and what you should be doing less of. Pay attention to what's working and what's not so you can be most effective with your time. And that's it, folks. These are the five steps to explode your social media audience with zero dollars. I've been following these steps since last year. And just to give you a picture of my own growth. So on Instagram, in July 2015, using Minter.io, I saw that I had 589 followers this time last year. It's now July 2016, and I've just crossed the $10,000 $10,000 follower mark. And so that's over 1,000% growth in, in 12 months. On Twitter in July 2015, I also had less than 600 followers. I now have uh, 2,900. And additionally, I just opened the Side Hustle Pro Twitter account in May, May of 2016, this year. And in within two months already, I have 1,300 Twitter followers. So these are the platforms I've invested the most time in because I know exactly where to find my avatar here. And I use the previous steps to grow my audience, which significantly significantly helped this podcast to debut in the top 20 in business on iTunes. So the next portion of the show, I thought I would bring in a special guest who has been killing it on social media, and I want him to share his knowledge with the audience. So welcome Moyo Okome to the guest chair. Uh, Moyo, I'm going to go ahead and read your bio to the people. Go ahead and read it. So Moyo Okome is the founder of Daily Spark Media and the Daily Spark Entrepreneur Community, a fast-growing online community dedicated to the empowerment, education, and support of entrepreneurs. He's previously started, grown, and sold a mobile gaming company and runs several businesses in the mobile, online, and e-commerce spaces. A career-long technology professional and alumnus of the Princeton University and the Wharton School, his prior experience includes software engineering, consulting, and business management roles at companies such as Microsoft and IBM. But the role he's most proud of has to be that of my fiancé. You would say that's accurate, right? Oh, 100%. Okay, all right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So we're just going to get into some questions. And the first question that I have for you is, when did you start focusing on exploding your social media and why? First of all, I just want to thank you for that bio. You made me sound really cool. I mean, you are pretty cool. I don't like to admit it, but you are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Social media, we first started really focusing on it 
Well, at least the the Instagram and the Facebook Live, the beginning of this year. And the reason why is I started the Daily Spark and I realized I wanted to reach a larger audience, reach more people with my message. And social media is one of the best ways nowadays to amplify your message. Okay, so there's so many social media channels. Where did you decide to focus first and why? Right, right. So my initial thought was to focus on Facebook. That's the one I've been on for the longest. And so it was just natural for me to try to leverage the user base I had there and to grow it out. Then I found out that Instagram was actually a platform that had massive engagement. And there are actually statistics out there. Instagram has 50 times the engagement of Facebook and like 120 times the engagement of Twitter, something like that, something crazy. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> you know, um, not only have I been able to grow a large base of, of followers there, but I'm also able to get actual business results. So people opting into my email list and jumping on my webinar straight from Instagram and also from Facebook Live as well. So to give us some more detail, so what do you mean they're opting in? What are you? What kind of posts are you posting, and how are you getting these opt-ins? Sure. Well, the majority of my posts are just really meant to engage with the user. So it's posting things that that my that my avatar, as you called it, would like to see that they're going to want to engage with. So people who are following me are entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs. So I'm posting posting things that are motivational to them, inspiring to them, and they're liking these things, they're commenting these things. Then every once in a while, I'll throw in a post promoting a, a program or a PDF or a webinar, something that we're offering that they can, you know, they can sign up and show up for the webinar or sign up and, and get the PDF. And as a result, they're joining my email list and they're in more constant communication with me. So that's that's what I'm referring to. Okay. So give us some stats. We want numbers. Where did you start and where are you now? Got it. Got it. So... You first told me about Instagram like years ago. Yeah, I was on it since like 2010, I think, 2011. Something like yeah. that. And I was like, what is this thing where people just post pictures? I was like, this is for cats and sandwiches <laughs> and pictures of dresses. and This is not for me, right? And so then earlier this year, I'm on this webinar. I know you asked me about a number, but I'm, I'm getting there. So um, I'm, I'm on a webinar from... Founder Magazine, and they're talking about how they were able to grow to over 500,000 followers. They're get, growing their email list to hundreds of thousands. So I said, well, you know, people are actually doing real business on Instagram. I should pay attention. So when, when I started, you know, I've been on Instagram for a few years now, but I wasn't really taking it seriously. I just would post pictures of pizza now and then. So I had about 600 followers or so. Um, that that was around February. Mm -hmm. February of 2015 or? February 2016. Oh, okay. Uh, th this year. So then I started, you know, I followed Founders ebook. I actually signed up for a, a class that they offered and started implementing those techniques and was able to grow it to about 10,000 over two, three months. Mm -hmm. And then... I think it took another month and a half, and that took us to about 25,000. We're on the way to 30,000 followers pretty quickly. And, you know, um, typically on most posts, we'll get between 500 
to like 1500 likes mm-hmm. and comments vary and some posts I think we've gone as high as 6,000 something likes on a post and there, there was one video that got like 100, 110,000 views which is pretty wow, crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so here's here's a, a moment where I should stop and say so there are levels to this <laughs> for lack of a better <laughs> phrase so that you have, you know, for your average person like myself who works a side hustle and, and nine to five, you probably won't have time to focus in, on posting 10, 11, 12 posts a day. And for someone like Moyo who and people in the founder community who took this Instagram course, they're very intentional and aggressive about building Instagram specifically because that is their core business driver to get their opt-in. So about how many posts do you post a day? Yeah, so that's interesting. When I first started, I, I was posting many more posts a day. Uh-huh. I, I would, you know, I was told that you post more, you get more engagement, yeah. more following. So I would just post as much as I could. What's as much? Every, every two hours, okay. every you know, every hour if yeah. possible. It was very exhausting. Right. This man would wake up to post on Instagram. <laughs> he set his alarm. No, that's, that's I never set my okay, alarm. Fine, that's a lot. Fine, fine. <laughs> uh, so now nowadays, you know, the closest I usually I usually spread it out at least three hours. I, I post three or four times a day, depending. Sometimes the post is doing very well, so I'll just let it. I'll let it ride. I'll let it roll. I'll let it gain more and more engagement. Um, so it, it it kind of depends. I, I just go. You know, I use their apps I use to find out the best times to post. So I, mm-hmm. I try to use that as a guideline. And sometimes I'll notice my engagement is lacking. So I'll, I'll throw in an additional post. But um, I'm not posting as many times as I okay. used to post before. And it can be better. You have to find the rhythm that works with your people, that works with your account. Right. And just make sure that you're letting that guide you. Exactly. Like, just like I mentioned before, like you really have to track and measure what's good for your account. You can't base it on anyone else's template. Um, so and we'll get back to the tools that you're using right now. Yeah. But uh, talk a little bit about. So Instagram is the number one channel that you're focused on right now. Mm-hmm. What are some of your key learnings? What's worked? What hasn't? That's a good question. So I think that top number one thing uh, maybe i'll give you three things How, how's that three things sounds good okay the number one thing is really that it's all about the content and you want to focus on posting the best content for your particular audience and what does that mean it's the content that they want to engage with it doesn't matter what you think is pretty what you think is cool you know you, you think that you wore something and it's wonderful if your audience doesn't agree, it's not really going to help your social media growth. So what I'm doing is I'm using uh, I'm using different tools to look at which ones of my posts have gotten the most engagement in the past, and I'll try to glean insights from that. So, for example, in my particular account, after a while, I, I noticed the infographics. Anytime I post an infographic, it tends to get better than average engagement. So I said, okay, I should try to post more infographics. And I'll get more engagement and more growth. And that definitely happened for me. For your account, it, it may not be infographics. It may be something else. But you need to find what those things are and give the people what they want. And what hasn't worked? What hasn't worked? Yeah. Um, I guess any time... 
So initially, when I started out, I was just kind of randomly posting things, mm-hmm. randomly posting things that I thought were good, <laughs> and um, you know, results were very random, mm-hmm. right? And once I started being more data driven, then results are a little bit more predictable. You can't predict everything, yeah, but it tends to be more consistent. Uh, the growth has really picked up, and people wonder what's happening, how's it happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you studied your avatar. You you studied. Yeah, I, I I studied it, and I really made it about data. Like I'm I'm letting the I'm letting the data guide my decisions. Talk about what you're using to get that data. Okay, so my favorite tool right now is an app called Command for Instagram, and Command allows you to see stats like what are your top top liked posts, top commented posts, most popular posts, least popular posts. So, And also you're able to see things like best times to post. And you can see these stats for your account, for any other account. So, you know, some things that you can do, you can go and look at influencers in whatever niche you, you are, some of the top accounts in that niche, and see what are the behaviors on, on those accounts, which of their posts are being the most engaged with. And that can allow you to... So for one thing... Um, you can test their content on your account. So, you know, you can repost, give them credit, and just see how people engage with it. If it works well, you can start to create content that's m- more similar to that. And it's a very good way of, you know, really growing your account. That's a good That's a good point that you brought that up. And Command, yeah. So Command is his favorite tool. I like Icona Square. So there are a lot of different tools that provide Instagram stats. So you should definitely download different ones and see which one. Um, you prefer. And let's talk about content creation. So what about tools for content creation? What kind of of apps are you using for graphics and for scheduling? Right. So the tool that I use most often when I actually do my own graphics is WordSwag, just because it's simple, it's fast, and the graphics look clean. Most of the time, to be honest, okay, my content is coming about two ways. It's either I'm curating it from other accounts I'm posting so often that this just makes it a lot easier and I can find proven content and I know my I know my audience is, is going to like it or at least there's a high chance they're going to like it and you know I, I can give credit to other accounts I can form relationships and it's just you know I, I run three businesses right so <laughs> um, given that I'm focusing on Instagram so much it's an Easier way to do it. They get value. I get value. And it's faster. Or, you know, I do have graphic designers that I work with for my other businesses. So this can be a task that they can help me to do. I'll give them guidance on what kind of images that they should make. This will be all based on my market research and stuff. Um, They'll come up with a bunch of graphics at the same time. I'll keep them in a folder and just post them at my leisure. That's great. And do you ever schedule or use any kind of scheduling tool? So I, I don't use a scheduling tool right now. I, I really just, I do a lot of it based on f- feel, but um, also informed by, you know, the, the schedule I see in the command app when I see the posts are working the best. Okay. And... Now, here's a bonus question. Bonus what, question. <laughs> what's your least favorite social media network and why? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm going to... Well, there, there are a lot of social media networks that I'm not on, so I can't really comment on them, but I, I don't like Twitter. 
I think Twitter is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he straight hates bu- Twitter. Straight bus too, bro. And, <laughs> you know, the, the reason why is just that... So, a, as I mentioned before, we're talking about the engagement statistics. Instagram has 120 times the engagement rate of Twitter. This, this is like Forrester Research. I actually looked it up before. And I think the issue is just that Twitter has not... It's like a fire hose. There's so much information flowing through there. Everybody's tweeting a million times a second. Things will just... I think they they said things remain on your feed for like an average of less than a second or something. Yeah, it goes by very quickly. So nobody's going to engage with you. Like you have to post so many times to be relevant. I think if you've already grown a following and people look for you on Twitter, you're Gary Vaynerchuk or you're some kind of sports star or something, then... You know, Twitter may still work for you. If you're the average person who's growing or following up from scratch, I don't think that you could do the same kind of thing, get the same kind of results that I've achieved on Instagram, on Twitter, starting now. That said, um, you know, he, <laughs> me and him go back back and forth about this all yeah. the time. There are people who are really successful on Twitter and didn't and aren't, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk level, but they've grown and and built an organic audience and community because they're consistently on it. So you will get the most results from from one, you know, if that's really where your your audience is, and two, making time for it every day. Like that means you're tweeting with them in their fit during their favorite show. If that's Scandal, you're tweeting with them during Scandal, and then you're joining them for a Twitter chat. You are hopping onto those hashtags when big things happen. If Black Twitter is talking about something you're talking about it too to gain that visibility so it's much harder on twitter but it is possible and but you really have to find out where your audience is because you can't be wasting time on a platform when it's the, the stakes are high it's so competitive and you're getting lost in the like he said it is a fire hose that's, that's very true. That's that's very true. I still maintain Twitter's trash. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, um, I, got, I really hope you guys enjoyed this guest interview from Moyo. Like I said, I think that he is killing it. He didn't listen to me a lot of times. You know, I would try to give him social media advice. And um, he just started doing his own thing. And we've learned and grown together. He's taught me things. I've taught him things. And, you know, as you know, we're over here building an empire. So it's really cool to watch his growth. Combined, we have, what, roughly... 40,000 followers across platforms. We're getting there. We're on our way to 100,000. So uh, we'll continue to post episodes like this where we talk about our own progress. Feel free to hit me up at hi at Side Hustle Pro if you have any questions about other platforms. Again, I focused on Twitter and Instagram because these are the networks that um, I'm using to build my particular audience, but I'm also on Facebook. I also am on LinkedIn and Pinterest, and I can talk about those separately as well. So let me know if you're interested in that by shooting me an email. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Anytime. This is a special exception because you know this is for black women entrepreneurs. But First th- man on the show. <laughs> first man on the show. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from men who have really good wisdom to share. So thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Anytime. So to wrap up this episode, I thought I would do something fun and I want to talk about some of the common myths in social media and dispute them. So here are four common myths about social. Myth number one, I should be on every platform. False. You should find where your audience is and meet them there. And that's the platform you should be on. Myth number two, 
Following people I don't know is spammy. No, it's all in the approach. You're building a relationship. For example, in the past two weeks alone, I've received two to three messages from women I followed and they said, oh my God, thank you so much for following me. I'm so glad I discovered your podcast. I've listened to the last three episodes and I love it. Those messages are so rewarding to me. I can't even tell you. I have no friends in common with these women. So if I hadn't followed them, they would have no idea who I am. You really will connect with people who would not have known you existed unless you proactively went out there and followed them because your network is only so big. Myth number three, you can schedule posts to build engagement and save you time. This one is a yes and a no. Yes, as I said before, you can batch create and schedule content, but then you need to go in there and respond to people, connect with them, engage with them, and mix in schedule posts with real manual posts so that you don't look like a robot. Myth number four, you need to pay to play. It all depends on the platform, but even when you pay, a little goes a long way. And I'll talk a little bit more about this in a dedicated Facebook episode, but it's all about targeting even when you do pay to make sure you maximize your coins. But on Instagram and Twitter, the great thing about these platforms is you have just as much chance as everyone to get organic visibility using hashtags and talking to people and following people. So you do not need to pay to play to explode your social media following. I hope you like those myth busters. See you next time. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And if you want to hear more from me, you can find me online at sidehustlepro.co and on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Side Hustle Pro. Talk to you next week.